2: Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Drop Podcast. I am your host, Lance Descott. Well, first of all, before we get into this game recap of uh, Game 5, Round 2 between the Blues and Predators, I just wanted to take a minute to uh, uh, talk to everybody about these floods going around around the U.S., uh, especially the Midwest. Hopefully, uh, everybody can help each other out here. I know in today's economy, a lot of people are strapped for cash, And they can't do too much when it comes to donating to uh, uh, disaster funds uh, such as these out for these floods. But you can do something else. You can uh, devote your time, help out um, in any way you can. Devote your company's time in the cleanup. Uh, Devote food. Do something. Uh, Like I said, you know, we all can't give money. Uh, Times are tough now. But uh, try to help everyone out. Uh, We are a society of helpers, and hopefully we can all do that in some way or another. Now let's get into this game, Game Five between the Blues and Predators. The Blues backs are against the wall. The Predators uh, not necessarily can relax, but they've got three games to win this fourth game. So uh, you know they're they're not too concerned about not winning this series, but uh, you know they're taking these games seriously. But they know they've got some time to win these games. We would start the first period with some great play by both teams. But, man, I'll tell you, the Blues really put pressure on Pekarene in that first period. But we're not able to come up with a goal. Let's go ahead and hear some of those highlights of Pekarene's saves against the Blues.
0: He heads off to the Nashville bench. Here is Tarasenko. Moves to the slot. Shoots. Got by the goal tie. The mask came off Pecorino, and that's an automatic whistle on. on Sunday. Petrangelo into the near corner. Park sent back out to Petrangelo by Stasty. A shot of bouncer turned aside by Rene. The Blues
2: outshot the Predators in that first period, nine to six. And I would say outplayed the Predators by far in that period. They had two power play opportunities and really weren't uh, able to get a lot going on about either those power play opportunities. But uh, needless to say, they did outplay them, which is a good sign uh, for this team moving forward into the second period. Uh, You know, a player that was put into this game because of uh, Alexander Steen's injury from game four was uh, Dmitry Yashkin. And I'll tell you, Dmitry Yashkin had a great first period. And he would continue into the second period and get the Blues' first goal of the game to give them a 1-0 lead early in the second period.
0: Albert Pierre Maguire inside the glass still no score game five got by Petrangelo kicked out and then
3: he scores now he took a penalty earlier in this period but the face-off win really good support by Terrace to get that puck back Sabotka gets it and look at that Yaskin jumping on it. Watch the effort right here by Sabotka keeping that alive back to the point flutter ball Pecorine can't handle it and it's to the back of the net
0: Dimitri Yashkin in the lineup tonight for the first time in these playoffs for the Blues.
2: First time in the playoffs, uh, you know, getting into a game. And Yashkin not only scored this goal, but he played a very good game. I don't think the Blues expected this much out of him. I'm sure they expected him to play well. But, man, he played really, really well. This goal, of course, since it is his first game of the playoffs, would be his first of the playoffs. Petrangelo gets his uh, fourth Assist. sobotka gets his fourth assist. Five minutes and 43 seconds into the second, and the Blues are up one to nothing. We've already had highlights in the first period of Pekka Rene really coming up big for Nashville and keeping this a close game. Well, Jake Allen played well in the second period, and he made some great saves, including this one on Neil, Just about 13 minutes and 25 seconds in, and he was right on the doorstep
0: seconds gone on this 5-on-3 for Nashville. Neal with a
3: shot out of the save. He covers. Well, the anatomy of a penalty kill is pretty simple. You need to win face-offs. You need to clear pucks when you can. You need to have shot blocking. You need this, too. Goaltending. And you get it right there from Jake Allen. Neal's looking for a rebound. And watch the clear down low. Just a communication right here. A really good job by Upshaw. Great help from Bullmeester. And finally, the communication of Rodziat. Yeah, that's just outstanding hockey by the Blues.
2: A great save on uh, Neil. Just an excellent save by Jake Allen. And what more can you expect from Jake? He's played very good in this series. Sometimes he's been left out to dry, but man, he has really stood on his head just like he did in the first series against the Wild. Well, you know, Jake can't do everything on his own. And James Neal apparently likes that spot right there on uh, Jake's uh, glove side uh, to get a goal because he came right back just 25 seconds later on the same power play and put this one up over Jake Allen to tie the game at one each.
0: Watch by Pareko. Works it out to Subban and then across to Yossi. Subban down low, Neal, he scores! James Neal has tied the game at one. A power play goal for the Nashville Predators.
3: Now I wonder who they're going to take out of the box. But this is beautiful power play hockey. You talk about composure and awareness. Just Ryan Johansson's just going to take his time to elevate the puck back to Subban. And then Subban's going to go to Yossi. Back to Subban. The touch pass over to James Neal. There's only so much Jake Allen can do. What a look by Subban. And James Neal's looking at the yawning cage. Elevates it at the right
2: time. When you leave a player like that uh, on the side of the net with that much uh, goal to shoot at, no matter what position Jake Allen was in, there's not much Jake could do. And uh, Neal gets his goal after his second attempt there on that side of Jake on his glove side. That would be a power play goal. In fact, at five on three at the time. And uh, it would be Neal's third of the playoffs. Subban gets his sixth assist, and Roman Yossi gets his third assist. 13 minutes and 50 seconds in, we've got ourselves a tied game. You know, even though uh, James Neal got that goal, the Blues did outshoot Nashville 10 to 8. And I thought the Blues played another good, solid second period. You know, there are times, and I don't know why but for some reason this team tends to stand around. That is one of the knocks I've had against them in the playoffs when it's it just seems to me at times throughout a game instead of attacking the puck and attacking the player with the puck, they'll just stand and they don't move their feet and in the game of hockey when you don't move your feet it does whether it's on the offensive side or the defensive side You're not going to score goals on the offensive side and you're going to give up goals on the defensive side. So, that is one area the Blues really need to improve on. Going into the third period, which team would uh, get a goal? Which team would start to take charge and uh, take the lead? Or would this be a scoreless third period and go into overtime? Uh, Please, I don't want a scoreless third period. And lucky enough for me, we didn't get a scoreless third period, and lucky enough for me, it was the Blues that scored. Jaden Schwartz on this great rebound. Man, how good has Jaden Schwartz played in these playoffs?
0: Al Fisher for Yossi. Zuban out of the box. Pareko keeps the puck in and shoots. Schwartz on
3: the rebound. 2-1 St. Louis. Kenny, you're not going to say this very often. This is a lazy play by the defense. Roman Yossi has it. That's a lazy play. You got to move your feet up the ice. It's around. Pareko keeps it alive, and then Jaden Schwartz, who started it with the chip chase and check, eventually capitalizes on the Pareko shot. You don't say it often about Nashville, but that was a lazy play by their defense, and they're paying for it.
2: A great goal by Jaden Schwartz, but I gotta kind of uh, take a jab at uh, the announcer there. Uh, you don't see Nashville take a lazy play. Uh, I'm I'm sorry, but this was the number eighth seed in the playoffs. This is not a Stanley Cup perennial Stanley Cup contender. These are the Nashville Predators. These are a good team. There's a reason why they finished eighth, uh, and you know they could have very easily been out of the playoffs. This is a good team, but let's not get over our heads here and and uh, act like this team never makes mistakes. They do make mistakes. Every team makes mistakes, whether it's in the playoffs or whether it's in the regular season. The Blues make mistakes. The Predators make mistakes. Anyway, getting back to the goal, it was a great goal by Jaden Schwartz. Uh, man, just perfect place, perfect time, hard work. That's all Jaden Schwartz does, just puts in the hard work. His fourth goal of the playoffs, Pareco, great on that with that shot. Uh, 25 seconds into the third period. Preco gets his third assist. We're at 2-1. to one. Uh, The Blues had a good third period. There was a little bit of standing around, like I said earlier but i thought they played pretty well nashville did put some pressure on especially towards the end of the of the game but both goalies uh, allen would make a great save on forsberg about thir- just a little under 14 minutes in and peccarene just about a minute later would make a great save to keep this a 2 to 1 lead for the blues
0: here comes forsberg Jake Allen. Around and pole. Off bound rush for the Packers. Only two baddies pass. Up saw, across, a big save by Renee. Ryan Reeves, what an opportunity. What a pass by Upshaw.
2: Both teams had some good opportunities. Uh, in the middle to the end of this uh, third period but neither team was able to score. The Blues were not able to add to their lead and Nashville was not able to tie the game. The Blues would outshoot Nashville 13 to 8 in this third period and get the win 2 to 1. With the win, the Blues are now uh, just 3 games to 2 down from the Predators, but the Predators only have to win one and the Blues must win two in a row. Shots on goal. Nice to see the Blues outshoot the Predators 32 to 22. Power plays: The Blues were 0 for five. Nashville was 1 for three. Face offs were pretty even, I guess you could say. 46 percent for the Blues, 54 for the Predators. Uh, Neal gets a power play goal, his third. Subban gets an assist, and Roman Yossi gets an assist. Pekka Rene made 30 out of 32 saves. A good night for Pekka Rene, but not quite as good as Jake Allen. Jake Allen makes 21 out of 22 saves. Jaden Schwartz gets the game-winning goal just 25 seconds into the third period, his fourth goal of the playoffs. Yaskin gets that first goal of the game to give the Blues a 1-0 lead, his first goal goal in the playoffs in the first game he's played in the playoffs. Petrangelo gets an assist. Sabotka gets an assist and Colton Pareko adds an assist also. Let's go ahead and get into the post-game interviews. First of all, we're going to hear from some Blues players here from Jake Allen and also uh, Dimitri Yashkin on his the first game and first goal of the playoffs. Then we'll hear from Coach Mike on this win and then moving forward to game six.
4: Well, I actually didn't know till till the warm-up, so you know, but I was ready since the day one playoff started, so no big deal.
5: Did you have to just all day kind of keep yourself mentally fresh and ready just in case Steiner
1: couldn't go?
4: Yeah, I always did, you know, before every game. you know, And I kind of knew a little bit more than in my game, so yeah, I got myself ready.
1: You, you say you're ready, you have a smile on your face, so how exhilarating is it to finally get in there, make a contribution, and especially in this game five?
4: It's unbelievable, you know. It, all we had to do tonight, we did it, and you know, everybody's happy and can enjoy it now for a few minutes and then forget it and get another one.
5: Did you feel like just bringing a fresh set of legs could, could help out tonight?
4: Yeah, well, I was hoping that it would, and I think I think we out of line did a great job and got some chances. and I think I, I grabbed a you know, bring that energy a little bit.
2: How fresh are you?
4: Oh, now I'm not not really fresh, but I'll be fine for the next
5: game. It's just a nice play on face, win the face-off, get it back to the point and drive the net, simple, pretty much for you on the goal? Or
4: Yeah, I think that's what we have to do, you know, just just get those pucks through from the blue line and work it down there. You know, it's, it's simple, but it's hard.
5: Is it a bit tough mentally just kind of staying with it, you know, when you haven't been in the lineup and you're kind of waiting to get in and just continue to work and wait for your chance here?
4: Yeah, but I think I had a little experience last year with it and, and you know, I knew what it's about and you know, we, we did a great job on the you know, optional skates and, and just you know, skates with one goalie and other guys. And we did a great job and just stay in shape and you know, it always pays off.
1: You guys had the belief in this game going into it, but what do you think that you did so well collectively as a team tonight?
4: Oh, well, it's everything. You know, we, we all believed and we you give everything and we knew it's it's life on the line and you know, there's not much else to do. You just give it all. Well it's great to be moving on to game six.
5: Yeah, uh, big win for us. Um you know, I thought we just sucked our game plan. You know, we didn't get rattled, especially when they uh, they got those that five on three there and they scored and uh, we just kept with it and uh you know, paid off
1: i know that you guys obviously haven't scored first all series but so to get that first goal especially with it being yaskin what's that moment like
5: uh you know it was good uh, i don't think we really got caught up in that too much you know it's obviously it's nice to score the first goal but uh great for Yaskin. he's been working hard and he came in tonight and he played uh, really well for us he created a lot and uh you know very rewarding that goal about the way you get that. yeah we kept at it you know we knew they had they were gonna have a push and um you know, I thought we did a really good job tonight, honestly, from all aspects of the game, especially uh, playing without Steiner. Uh, you know, he's our he's our horse up front. You know, he does everything for us, and, you know, guys fill his shoes pretty well.
6: In those last few minutes, last four or five minutes, they
2: really kept the puck away from
5: you. Yeah. Um, you know, I <laughs> the ice gets a little choppy out there. Stay in my net. I think it's for the best. To put you asking in there, uh... He hasn't played in a month. Uh, does something tell you that he might be a good fit for this game yeah, in well, this series? Just the way the
6: series has developed, and, and obviously, you know, getting a feel for uh for the way that they're playing and and uh you know what to expect going into a game. We felt that he was a guy that that, you know, um, I don't know that we thought that he'd be as good as he was tonight because he was he was impressive. Um, and uh, we felt confident that he'd go in and play a really good game, but he was I mean, eight shots on goal, uh, big goal. Uh, I thought he was a, a force along the walls in both ends and, uh, and, a, and a difference maker. Five on
5: three, one shot on goal, that could have been a huge setback, but you kept playing after
6: that. Yeah, that for me is the story. I mean, we, listen, we'll, we'll have lots of time to answer questions about the power play, um, but, uh, but the mentality that we had to be able to bounce back from that, uh, really impressive. And that's what we asked our guys before the game is um, – you know, whatever happens, good, bad, you know, you have to make sure that you, you come back and you're ready to go out and perform, and uh, it's one thing to say it. It's another thing to go out and, and deliver, and that's what those guys did. You
5: talked about driving the net, getting more traffic in the goal. Is that a direct result of how both them have scored
6: tonight? Yeah, absolutely. we got to do more of it, and I think there's still some opportunities where we pass it up a little bit, um, but, uh, you know, we've got a lot of big bodies that, that can get there, that that can win battles, and uh, and we have to make sure that we find some of those opportunities.
3: Describe what your team was doing after you took the 2-1 lead in the third period, the strategy, after you took the lead. Well,
6: we, we I, I what I liked is that we stayed aggressive. You know, that was that was a big part for me is that, um, you know, I think any team, uh, if you give them opportunity, give them room, they're going to talk at you and build momentum in their game. And I like the way that our guys kept attacking. It's, uh, you know, again, we... I don't think anybody felt really comfortable uh, the fact that we had a lead. We, you know, obviously it's a nice thing to have, but we wanted to make sure we keep pushing and kept pushing, and and uh, and certainly had a couple of real good opportunities to extend the lead too, which was, was is always something you want to try to do.
2: I guess further to sticking with it and everything, it seemed like um, you guys were obviously frustrated with the officiating in the last game. Right before Yaskin scored, it seemed like they missed. Seems like you're setting
6: something up here. I'm not but saying. It's Seems well, like just, you're setting a story up
2: here. I just, I'm wondering if there was, a, there was a threat of that frustration pulling oil because they missed a clear call on a, a short chance and then I you score like two seconds Every later. game
6: you can look at and you can try to identify a, a, a penalty that was a missed call or a call that you don't agree with. We, we were unhappy with a call in, uh, in you know, game four and, uh, and I'm sure that there's been times that, that that's happened for them too. Uh, we asked ourselves not to, to let that be a factor. Uh, we were heated after the game, but we, we moved on past it. I don't think that the refs were, uh, w- were in favor of us tonight. If you know, I, I think that it was a very evenly called game. They had a full two-minute five-on-three. And, uh, and so I, I don't think that there is anything that we can draw up there as far as the storyline goes.
5: Like big picture here, you know, you said the past couple days that you felt like your team could deliver something like this to have it play out like that. Just how good do you feel about this group?
6: Well, I, I, I was really confident uh, with this group, you know, having a chance to, to meet with them. First off, even the talk after the game, you know, Game 4 gave us reason to be confident. I thought that we played a heck of a game in Game 4. Uh, we didn't win the game, but I felt like we started to, to define our game a little bit more and started to realize what we need to do to be successful, we were able to bring that back here. Um, you know, we, we know that we're gonna have to be even better next game, but uh, but our guys, we we ask them to uh, to win one game, and uh, and so nothing changes for us. It's the same mentality. You know, we we lost home ice along the way here, and so we have to find a way to win a game in their building. And we know it won't be an easy uh, challenge for us, but we'll, we'll we'll be up for it. Five
5: on five, as good as it was tonight, as good as it was, it's been this. Year.
6: Yeah, I, again, I, thought, I felt like it was coming along last game. I felt like it was, it was getting in the right direction. Um, certainly being at home help tonight, uh, you know, I, I, I thought our crowd was great. Uh, guys certainly fed off that. But uh, So we're going to have to go in there building and, and prove that we can do it there too.
2: Steen was out there for pregame warm-ups. How close was he to play?
6: Well, I mean, we would have we never put him out there if we didn't think that he was a possibility to play. So, uh, yeah.
2: So it was a classic game-time decision? Yep. Yeah. So, nope. not to put words in your mouth, is he day to day?
6: Yeah. Mike, so what's that feeling like when, when a guy like him fights through everything he does, and yeah. he can't go? Well, you know what? We, we it, I mean, uh, we didn't have time to dwell over it, or you know, or, or sit around and feel sorry for ourselves, and and uh, and this is the attitude that we've had. And he's he's such an important part of our team, not just. Uh, you know, I mean, there's special teams. There's there's this five-on-five play, both offensively and defensively, uh, but his leadership. He's been an outstanding leader for us right from the drop of the puck in game one of the playoffs. And and so uh, it's it's a loss, but somebody else has to step up, and that's what happened tonight.
5: Mike, uh, Jaden goals in the postseason, a couple game winners. It just seems like he's putting it on his shoulders to, to play well in those situations. He's played
6: unbelievable. Yeah. He's, uh, you know, again, I'll, I'll say it from... Back before the playoffs started, I think people get a chance to see how good of a hockey player he is, and that's that's a real compliment. You know, it's not a, it's it's four goals, but there's so many other important things and winning plays that he makes through the course of a hockey game. Um, and uh, he's a great he's he's really become a great leader for us. That's the one thing that I'm real real happy about. You know, I think that he's he's been brought up well. You know, as a pro in, in terms of the guys that he's been able to play with and, and the leaders that he's been able to learn from. Um, but he's not taking a back seat to anybody anymore. And uh, and I think that's showing up in his play.
1: Mike,
2: it's kind of been a theme this season. Does this group kind of like it best when everybody thinks they're done or writes them off? Do they, is there something about this group that they respond to that? Well,
6: I don't know. I mean, like, you know what, we won the game tonight. We, we, we're still in a hole here. And so uh, if, if that's what motivates us or if, you know, if that's how we play our best, well, then I guess our wish is granted because we, we're still down in this series and, um, you know it's a, it's a tough task ahead of us but the, the way that we approach today and and the attitude that we've had the past couple of days is just win one game uh, that's what we have to do right now we have to go in there and we have to win one game uh, so we have to put this one behind us quickly and and uh, and start getting prepared for that one the a
2: good match for on
6: that one? yeah I think well I th- and I think Berggie too I, I thought that line altogether, it's it's uh, you know um, soby you uh, you know, size is one thing, but but playing a heavy game is is what he's capable of doing. I thought that line was uh, was heavy in the game tonight. They were heavy on the puck and strong on the puck, and um, and they seem to complement each other well. Did you see, did you see the fourth line uh, kind of making some surprising offensive chances. Uh, I'm not of, gonna say surprising. That that would get me in trouble. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, was you know, yeah. especially late there that that pass from Scotty. Yeah, it was a great play. Uh, yeah, those, those guys they. You know a heck of a response by him. I thought tonight, real strong game, and uh, and those guys, that's what they do for us when they're they're on their game. Uh, we can put them on the ice against anybody and feel confident.
2: Well, coach, I think even the fans and the media feel very confident in that fourth line. Uh, they've played well all season. They deserve the ice time. After Hitchcock was fired, uh, Coach Mike made sure they got more ice time, and it's really paid off for the Blues. They're not just an energy line, but they can actually score some goals when the Blues need them to. There were several times in the regular season that without this fourth line, the Blues would not have won games. And uh, when your fourth line is that key, you give them more ice time. And they had some good opportunities in this fifth game, and uh, they took advantage of those opportunities and made Nashville work hard. And when the other teams got to work hard, it makes them tired too. Uh, I do agree with uh, Coach Mike that, you know, you can't uh, sit there and, dwell on penalties. I know that we all think that uh, penalty in the third period that uh, gave Nashville that jump to win uh, game four was a little off and it should have been offsetting penalties, but you can't change it. And you got to play with what you're given and you got to move forward. And like you said, I'm sure Nashville feels the same way about it. But, uh, you know, the Blues win this game. Yeah, they're behind three games to two. And you can believe definitely that Nashville is going to come out in this game six. And they're going to put a firestorm on in the first couple of minutes. If the Blues can survive that push, I think they'll be doing pretty good. If they can stop those periods of standing around sometimes like they do, I think they'll be even better. If they play like they did in this fifth game and can cut down on those times where they just stand around, they've got a good chance of taking this game to a game seven. If they don't do that, guys, we're going to be in trouble. We need a big game from Jake Allen, but then again, when hasn't Jake Allen given us a good game in these playoffs? Like I said, he's been left out to dry sometimes, and he's allowed a couple more goals than he's used to, but he's played a good, solid playoffs. We need uh, uh, Tarasenko to start scoring again. He's had some good opportunities. Keep doing what he's doing. Hopefully, we'll have Steen back, but if we don't, these guys can pick up the slack, and I think if Yaskin can play another good game like he did in game five, the Blues will be fine. Let's look forward to this game tomorrow. It'll be 2 p.m. Central. And hopefully, by tomorrow night, Monday, I'll be doing my game recap for that game. And we'll be talking about a game seven, which would be exciting. Uh, Hopefully, we won't be talking about an end of a season. So uh, I want to see everybody back here for that game recap of game six. And hopefully, we'll be talking about a Blues win. Until then, I've been your host, Lance Descott. This has been the Drop Podcast. Until next time, let's go blues.